Hello and welcome to Library Binary, a mini bite, a shorter podcast from outside the library. I'm your host and technology trainer, Anne. And I'm your host and fellow technology trainer, Elise. This is one of our mini bites episodes. We introduced them last week, um, and these will be coming out more regularly than our usual monthly format. And of course, will be shorter in length. It's kind of in the name. Yes. Uh, we said this last week, but I do still want to put it out there that we are looking for what you, our listening audience, might be interested in hearing from us. Um, you might be regulars at our library and wanting to hear how you know, things are going in general, or you might be wanting to know about services or something like that. So please do not hesitate to ask us something on our email address, which is librarybinary at heightslibrary.org. Or send us a tweet if you're having difficulties at Library Binary on Twitter. Yep. All right. So our topic for uh, this mini bite episode is working from home uh, pointers. Yep. And or like what we would consider pointers. Because um, exactly, course, there's been a lot of articles, and we're kind of figuring this out too as well we're figuring out because neither of us work from home like normally no um it's it's very hard to make decisions when i can't just turn my chair around and go okay so Anne, yeah <laughs> and get or feedback. where do i put the comma <laughs> hey <laughs> i'm learning yeah we're getting there we're getting, we're getting there, there. All right, so um, I wrote some tips or like some things that have been important to me in this time. I've seen some of these mentioned on other lists, but these are for you guys, our community, our listeners, um, our members of the library. Uh, So the first one I'm putting out there is regular breaks to stretch. Um, Because your home situation is definitely not what your like work situation was. I had a whole setup at work because we'd gotten office chairs in the last couple of years. Right. I had my special lumbar pillow and um, like the pads for my wrists and the monitor was so high and it was, it was perfect. And then my home situation has always just been like a laptop just in different rooms. Because at home you're, like the furniture, your computer setup, generally it's set up for comfort more than anything else mm-hmm. and not ergonomic comfort, but like I'm lounging on the couch, I have a laptop so I can like put it wherever type mm-hmm. of comfort versus when you're working for long periods of time, like most of us are on computers, there is a certain setup that is just better for your back, for wrists, for everything that you probably don't have at home unless you're like, hardcore into gaming or whatever at home on PC or you've already worked from home essentially. Yeah. So um, my two recommendations for places to learn or do stretches is I am very fond of Japanese radio calisthenics or the Japanese radio workouts. They're very easy to do. So it's a very low, like, uh, skill entry level Mm -hmm. Um, technically in japan they run four times a day you're not required to do them but most people do them at at least 3 p.m but that's assuming like a six o'clock 
like end right. time yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. So I sort of say, okay, so like four times a day, you should get up and like put your arms over your head and like lean in different directions. You right. Know? Yeah. And then like bend forward and bend back and shake out your wrists. Like that's not hard. And then the other one that uh, I'm going to recommend that you and I have both previously used is there is right. a YouTube channel called Yoga with Adrian. Um, she is a yoga instructor. She does a lot of videos. She specifically has created a playlist called um, like videos for uncertain times. Yeah. Which not- some of some of the highlights from that playlist, yoga for loneliness, yoga for insecurity, change and drain yoga for after a disaster (laughs) yoga to heal stress there's a theme she does yeah and so those videos are good but i have done a lot of her videos and she does have in some of those videos like complex like poses or like series of movements she does have a video on there somewhere and i can link it on the twitter that's like standing yoga for at work if you need something there are um, a couple like work break yogas or um we'll talk about it in a little bit of having a schedule is really helpful she has like monthly schedules where there's one video for every day i've been doing that for a while because yoga is not only good or stretching even is not only good for you know having you move around and not be staring at your computer screen it's also a stress reliever too Mm -hmm. which pretty stressful situation that we're in so that's fair and I would say she also uh changes it up like even on her like light routines where she's like this isn't a hard one this isn't like a super intensive one where you're gonna be like crazy sweating she will have you do like planks for a certain amount of time or like right be on all fours and lift your knees up for like three seconds. And it's just enough time to like turn on muscles and part of your body that haven't been on. And like, right. you, you kind of like, you're like, Oh, Oh, that was nice. Yeah. When that's over. So yeah. So that's the first recommendation. Our second one is be okay with reduced productivity. None of us really chose to work from home at this point. Um, This wasn't a choice that we made. It's been forced upon us, which means these are pretty extreme circumstances. There are lots of things vying for your attention, especially if your kids are home right now, trying to maintain balance with schooling or just having them home, having them around, just outside stress as well. It's okay for you to not be putting in eight hours of work every day. If you can get a couple hours in, if you're you're meeting the necessary deadlines, you're communicating limitations that you have, that's just fine. Yeah. Um, Okay. Next recommendation that we sort of have is create um, a dedicated work setup like a space or a time because- Or both. Or both. Um, I can't really create like a separate office space due to just the way everything's laid out. So I try to make myself feel like, okay, after breakfast, before lunch, 
every day, I have to give myself like a certain amount of time on my computer to do something work related. Right. I tend to work in hour long chunks. That's what I've kind of figured out is the best for my brain. Once I kind of reach that hour, I'm like, okay, I can be doing something else right now. Like my productivity just falls off at that point. So generally I try and keep sort of my normal work hours of, I will do like an hour at nine. There's some other hours kind of scattered throughout the day or at least time they might not be full hours depending on what I'm doing Mm -hmm. and then I try to be done by like five or six so I still have like a full evening just like if I were working that may work completely differently for other folks maybe you work better at night or maybe you're used to a nighttime schedule but some degree of normalcy in your hours can be helpful I've found just for me, um, I like, I love everybody who's like, this is the hour or like, I need to like do this many hours. I find that I, um, because I am uncertain, one of my stress responses is I tend to like have like spurts of like different sort of feelings. And so sometimes I'm just like not feeling it. And if I push myself, it's just, I don't make anything. I don't get any work done. So that's why I kind of give myself more of like a broad time like okay I don't have to like this full hour work maybe I end up like scrubbing down the kitchen or playing a video game or something you know or right or like doing something else but at some point in that time I need to at least check my work emails and maybe I'll be I'll get the inspiration because you could also work by tasks as well Mm -hmm. of like I need to send this one email if you can check that off the list okay then you can do something else. I tend to work well off of rewards, kind of mental rewards of like, I'll do an hour of work, then I can play an hour of Animal Crossing. Whatever works for you. Yeah, I think I've always been a task person. Um, mm-hmm. Cause like when, when we get like, a, okay, do this, I'll get those tasks done very quickly. And then our boss will often be like, you got that done the same day I told you about it. And I was like, yeah, cause it was a task. Yeah, because I, I like, could do it right now. It's a task, so I can do it. I carved I out the time. check it off. Right? I like checking off tasks. It, it feels very rewarding. That's why well, bullet journals work well for us. All right. So that's um, the main pointers we're going to highlight for work from home because, again, there's tons of articles. I can link um, the one that I originally read, which is from PC Magazine. Um, so again, second half of our podcast is going to be for the time being services that are free or that didn't exist before. Right. So we're starting out with the one that 
I can pronounce because I speak German, which is the Berliner Philharmoniker, which is the Berlin Philharmonic. Okay. Um, has opened up their digital concert hall, which is over 600 different performances by the Philharmonic. Um, typically you have to pay for it. So they have it set up that there's like a voucher code or like a discount code that you can get access to it for, I think, 30 days with the code Berlin Phil, so P-H-I-L, like Philharmonic, mm -hmm. um, for free access. So if you have been missing going to concerts, um, going to the Cleveland Orchestra, or you just need some background music while you're trying to work from home, that's a great option. Um, got all sorts of cool performances, so yeah. Yeah, I, I struggle to have music that has lyrics when I'm trying to have background music. I actually have like certain movie soundtracks as a work like playlist that I've yep. used, but something like that could be, you know, other stimulating parts of the brain. Lo-fi hip hop beats, also oh, great. Amazing. Also yep. one of my favorite things to do. Um, okay, and then also the Monterey Bay Aquarium has created live animal cams that are up. Um, it's Pacific time. Let me, I'm going to click. I on. think most of them start at 10, 10 Pacific, which is 1 PM here. Okay. <laughs> we'll ignore the fact I just had to count back time zones. Um, so after lunch, you can put on some calming video of sharks. Or yeah. well, let's see, they've got the aviary cam, coral reef, jelly cam, uh, kelp forest, um, the actual bay, the moon jellyfish, Ooh. Oh. Um, open sea for animals like tunas, turtles, sharks, and sardines, the penguin cam, the sea otter cam. My personal favorite. Sharks. Um, and then, yeah, so I think that seems to be it. Um, and there are a lot of other museums, aquariums, zoos, et cetera, that have been doing live streaming um, either on social media or on their website. So you can certainly look around and find other options. These are just really a good collection of things. Yeah, we're just trying to come up with things that maybe you haven't heard of because, you know, I feel like there's a couple things that everybody's like talking about or that at least every library is talking about. Right, so, yeah. Trying to go out there and find one or two other ones. Alrighty, anything else for today? I don't think so. I think we got plenty of uh, puppy jingles. Yes, lots of puppy jingles. Oscar, thank you very much for your jingles. Yep. He's very proud. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Stay safe and six feet away, which is at least three North American river otters. And remember, if you don't know your password, we won't either. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye.